Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik Picardian. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We're thrilled Woo-hoo. to death Woo-hoo. that you are listening to our show. Tony, you die. <laughs> <laughs> It's just me and Tony tonight, except for except for in we've been we've had a string of fantastic in studio awesomeness. I love, I I love, love it. when when this happens, and this was a spontaneous thing from our good friend Mikey, aka Papa Mikey. Papa Mikey was uh from <laughs> Dayton. Ohio? Dayton. <laughs> I don't know. Native Audio Man. Oh, Native Audio, yeah. Oh, that thing. Yeah, yes. that thing. Yeah, yeah. That's... And uh, little, I was going to say little baby Jesus. Respect. Mike Jr. I'm Micah. Micah. I'm also, also from Native Audio. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Not your to name, be... but I, just, I was trying Not to, to be confused with Mike. Mike. <laughs> yes, Mike and Micah. Yes. Um, anyhow, we are really excited to have them in the studio with us today. Uh, they're bringing to us their new release new. that we got to play with, which Nuevo. was super fun. Really cool pedal. Yes. Just warning you all, okay? So it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Start shining up them credit cards, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a $50 pedal. Come on. Which is the that's a, the price point. That's the first ever he's dropped below uh, you know $180. And it's just and it's with it's with this coupon code. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mike Mike says 50 Todd's pedal collection. Mike is not coming in Monday. Uh, no, we we kid, we kid, we kid. It's 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 worth that and three times more. Yes. Um Anyways, we'll get into this later, but uh, we need to get, let's, hey, enough of this nonsense. It's silly. We got stuff to do. Uh, Got a quick announcement, everybody. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what, Tony, what do, for those who might Mm -hmm. be joining for the first time or have like perused past or jumped in the middle, what 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 do we do here? We like to talk about gear. We like to talk about boutique gear and that's, you know, things like guitars and amps and pedals and accessories and all the good stuff. You know, we talked to some big boys too, but you know, we we really like to focus in on the boutique builders, people who are just really working hard to crank out stuff that makes musical yeah. life better. Things with a story are are great to understand, and and we as, definitely have a story tonight. As gear collectors, as gear enthusiasts, enthusiasts. As soon as someone says, "Oh, do you have this?" the first thing that people start talking about, Micah, we were talking about amps. Yeah, right. You didn't say, "I have this, and it sounds good." You told me the story behind the amp that you got. I did. You told me the, the story behind the guitar you got. That's why we care about this stuff. Dad, burn it. We A couple care. of announcements. What it? What? What? This is from uh, our new, new, our new, new supporter, Cameron Pempus. Pempus. Yes. So I've been he saying says, it right all this time. I hope so. Yes. He'll tell us if it's not right. Pampas. Um, and you know, whenever we get a new supporter, we always say, "Hey, tell us about yourself. We want to know what you're what you're into and everything." He says, "Hey guys, huge thanks to the show for introducing me to Tony." Ah. I love my black gold glitter guard that I got from my Explorer. Yes, I'm I remember still waiting that for a picture of that Cameron Pampas. <laughs> so he says uh, a bit about me. My main axes are an Ibanez Joe Satriani signature. I wonder if that's the mirror version. Didn't he, he did a mirror one, right? Uh, there was one. It's like a no, yeah. 
Mike, you love Satriani. Yes. Um, it's real an Epiphone Les Paul <laughs> Prophecy with Gibson Dirty Fingers pickups. And an Epiphone Explorer with a new black and gold Picardian Sparkle Guard. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Says, besides that, I have both too many and not enough pedals. Four on the floor is always a highlight for that reason. I've been listening for a couple years, and after hearing about you via the Chasing Tone podcast, hey, thanks, Chasing Tone. Yeah. For giving us a shout out. That's That's fantastic. I didn't even realize they were chasing me. And a shout out back to Chasing Tone. Wanted to support because I love the hours of content you created for the betterment of the guitar world. Hand to heart, thank you. Uh, that's me saying that. I'm. What do you call it when you, when they insert the thing in the in a block of copy that's not there? Uh, parenthetical. Yeah. Anyway, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he says, um, "I'm a music teacher. Oh, that's cool. And my school is rock folk based." I love knowing my students can access so much more than I could have ever imagined when I was starting out. We were talking about that on the last show, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm looking forward to getting my parts caster back once the string through bridge gets installed. Hoping to get it back in the next week or so. That's great, Cameron. Thank you for sharing that with us. We truly appreciate all those personal details and stuff. Yes. Um, and hopefully he uh, becomes... Like, it'd be really cool if any of you out there become a would-you-rather superpower. Your mission is to, as to, is to out-seat, over-seat, de-seat. Unseat. No, unseat, join the seating of, of Bruce Bacon. Oh. And Bob Crouch. He's put in a bunch of them, too. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right. So that's really cool. Wanted to share that. Love those messages. Keep them coming in, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's get on to our what's going on in our music worlds this week by the dazzling and t-shirt housed sensational person, Tony. Yes, Todd. Thank you for that stellar introduction. Yes. A couple of things this week. I was uh, perusing online guitar world again. I think as I was last time, yeah. and I stumbled across, this is my favorite thing, and I showed it to my wife so she doesn't think I'm quite as bad as I am. So uh, there was just a kind of a brief uh, uh, article with uh, Joe Bonamassa. Mm. Oh, yes. And uh, he says, now he admits to, this is like me admitting that I only have 25 guitars, right? Uh, he admits to having... 500 guitars and 500 amps that he lives with. He lives with? Yeah, I believe that. I mean, well, again, I admit to 25. There's a few more. And yeah, I'm you guessing got, you got, yeah, there's more. He, than he that. said, you know, the article goes on. He says he usually typically adds, you know, 40 to 50 uh, pieces of equipment per year. And then at the end of the year, he has a sell-off where he'll try to get rid of about you know twenty or thirty. So you know he's trying to keep the man. Numbers. Oh man, makes sense. I don't know where he puts them all, quite honestly. But anyhow, he puts them where all the stacks of money were. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's easy. Well, you know, <laughs> he's just trying to displace things. That's all. I guess so. But I, you know, every time that he comes up in conversation, I still marvel that. We got to sit up in his dressing room with him while he was oh, just yeah. like just yeah. warming up, noodling on the guitar, just talking to, yeah. to us doofuses about cool well, guitar stuff. And then one cool guy and one doofus. Yeah. What? 
It's true. I can, and I'm surprised that he did call you doofus for knowing him all, for all those years. Oh. Um, and then, you know, and then we're just like, okay, we'll see you at the show. And then he comes out and he's like freaking yeah. rock god. And it's like, wow. Yeah. That, was so, that was so neat. Yeah. Well, good. You know. Anyways, that's, that's what I, this kind of Mike gift that is I a huge fan oh, really? of, of uh, Joe Bonamassa. Joe Bonamassa and Joe Satriani. He loves the Joes. Bonamassa, Satriani. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's uh, hear from... No, I'm not done yet. Oh. <laughs> so that was just my... That was my uh, amuse-bouche. <laughs> yes. Um, you want to explain what amuse-bouche is to everybody? It is something I know. that tempts your appetite. Yes. Ooh. It's a, something, a small little treat. Yes. It'd be a like, morsel. It'd be like foie gras cotton candy. No, that would no, not be No, I've actually good. had that. Really Foie gras, mm. cotton yeah. candy. At the bazaar. Well, here's the meat and potatoes of the meal, folks, because last episode we talked to our good friend, Matt Hart. That's correct. And he mentioned a book that he had just recently read. And while we were having our podcast, I actually went in and ordered this book. And it's called Feeding Back. Conversations with with alternative guitarists from proto punk to post rock. Cool. And um, this, I cannot wait to read this. There, uh, half of the more than half of the people that are in this book, I I admire, uh, and uh, and 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 am inspired <laughs> by. I don't know what kind of review that is. More than half of these people I admire. Well, I mean, there's there's a handful that that I don't recognize. Yeah, um, but I'm going to say seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. I admire. That's All a hefty right. book and, too, and it's not bad. And and basically, yeah. what's what's so it's cool. We were talking about this, and it turns out the author of this book is uh, I'm guessing he's still based here. He's a he's he's English here? teacher at Otterbein University. You get out of here. No. So I'm telling you. So he's, you know, I'm going to have to look we him up. We should have him on the show. Uh, sounds like David a podcast Todd. episode. David I like Todd. this idea. Okay. But, you know, this is, it's, it's. My wife graduated from that place. Yeah. For a master's. Beautiful. So, I mean, I mean, it covers the whole gamut of things from, you know, the early punk days, uh, you know, Lenny Kay and Wayne Kramer and, you know, Tom Verlaine. I've seen. Cheetah I see John Chrome. Fushiani's name on there. I can approve yes, this book. Yes, it's in there. Yes, it is in there. He's number know. three on your list. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, and, and it, it, he goes through all this, and you know, it, it appears that these are just kind of like conversations and interviews and that sort of thing. That's so, fantastic. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to pass it to Todd, and he can read it. I think it. We're, we got to get him on the show. Yeah. I will make that happen. Yeah. Dad, burn it. Now it's going to get confusing because his last name is Todd and your first name is Todd. Wait, it's not so, really that confusing. So is it, it conversations between other guitarists? No, it's between the author, between the author and, and these guitarists. And these guitarists. Yes, he really? was eavesdropping it. He served. You gotcha. Know. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, so and I, again, this, this is going to be fun. And and after you read it, we can have a little discussion about. Yes. It. Yes. 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 That's what I was doing. The voice of Basil Rathbone uh, before we started the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Basil Rathbone. See, was this old <laughs> actor? The, he was the he was the original Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, like, that's right. TV. He was. Yes, he was. All right, who are we moving to? Well, Mike we're going Micah? to Micah because Mike is, Mike is enthralled right now. Mike's He's trying to find Joe Satriani in there. Okay, go ahead. 
Micah, what's, what's going on in your music world this week? Um, this week, we've just been kind of prepping stuff for the new pedal release has been the biggest thing. Uh-huh. No, not about pedals. Not How about pedals. How many times have you been on the show, man? This is the second time. Jeez. So I'm still learning. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> biggest, biggest thing in my musical world... So I'm, I'm going to go see Deerhoof in Louisville. Yeah, that's cool. In a few weeks. I'm really excited about that. I've had the tickets for like six months. So. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Haven't now, seen them since, since pre-pandemic. So it's the first time I've ever seen them in several years. So I'm very excited about that. The lead guy, doesn't he play like... Uh, John Doe actually played one too. It's like the... It's got like uh, the F holes, but the F holes are completely cut yeah, out. Yeah, uh, Eastwood did like a signature model. Yeah, oh, it's, an, yeah. it's an old Ampeg. Model. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it looks, looks like yeah, the Ampeg yeah. bass. Yes, yeah. Center of the headstock is empty. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have the scrolled headstock like the original Ampeg bases, but yeah. otherwise it looks like the Ampeg body. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I remember some early stuff by them, and I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, they're super fun. Well, that's very fun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Fantastic. Mikey? Me? Um,. You know, I'm going to brag on Tony just for a sec here. So I just finished my rebuild on my Strat. Uh, It's kind of more of like a simplified version. Got rid of the whole five pickup or the five switch selector type of situation. Went to a three. Well, we also removed the pickup, though, too. And, yeah, yeah, we actually did. So I went... From I had this American Strat, and uh, I had Tony do up a pit guard for me, just two pickups and uh, two two pot positions or potholes, and uh, yeah, cleaned it up. Just kind of simplified kind of the layout. I basically tried to make a Strat into a Duo Sonic, and uh, thankfully uh, Tony. So did you a, didn't like a Strat either. No, no. I, well, here's here's the thing. So I had my, I bought an American Standard back in 2012. Played it for like four years up until I got the Duo Sonic. So okay. 2016, I just retired it. I just threw it somewhere, and I played the Duo Duo Sonic all the way up until I got this neck for Christmas. I got a new neck. Uh, I worked with Micah. I was like, dude, this is kind of the feel I'm trying to go for. Blah blah. And ended up getting a new neck for the strap and threw the neck off and uh, we put the new neck on and it plays like a dream. Uh, awesome. feels feels really good. What color? Uh, it's Olympic white. Okay. Yeah, oh, Olympic yeah. white and then uh, rosewood fretboard. Um, but beautiful. And so I love to do a Sonic though, just the setup, it's neck, bridge. And uh, that's kind of what I did with this setup. Thankfully, Tony came in clutch and uh did up a custom pit guard and uh yeah so that's kind of been my favorite thing for the last um bit now are you going to put in different kinds of pickups to to differentiate it between your other guitar um yeah so my other guitar my duo sonic i have brandon wound in the neck and actually brandon wound in the the bridge Mm -hmm. and humbucker and strat or humbucker single humbucker in the bridge single in the neck yes exactly and uh, for this, yeah, and for the Strat, yeah, uh, single neck humbucker bridge, and Jared actually did a uh, did he did a pickup for me like back in 2017, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, this is the sound I'm going for. Can you do a pickup for me? And so he did the pickup, and then it took me <laughs> six years, 
six years to finally throw the pickup on my Strat. So I threw that on there. Hmm. And then I, I think I got a Lawler in the neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their, I think it's the vintage blonde. But You should yeah. see a doctor about that. What about? <laughs> <laughs> Lawler. I got a Lawler in the neck. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So anyways. Mikey uh, will get up to speed with Tony. Uh, I'll get up to it. Yeah. I got I to gotta get one more uh, water. We, I think, you one, know what? There's one monsters more water here. Loop. I know you love a monster. <sighs> Dude, I can't do a monster now. Are you yeah. off the monsters? Uh, no, I, I, I'll dabble. I mean, I had a Red Bull earlier. I'll, I'll dabble. Yeah, I'll, I'll dabble. <laughs> there might be a... I'm not as chaotic as I once was. You know, I got a child now, so... There's a Red Bull in here if you want one. <laughs> no, no, I'll be oh, up. No, I'll no, be no, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I know I'm getting old, too. Like, we, we went through the drive-thru right before this, and Micah got a coffee. And uh, I was like, Smart oh, man. man. I yeah. love a coffee. I know. I was like, oh, man, I should get a coffee. And I looked at the time, and I was like... It's six something. It's a little too late. So what? I pass on the coffee. Yeah, dude, I'm not going to be up all night. I can drink coffee at 12 o'clock at night. I'm, we stopped I, at Sonic. Fine. Yeah. And I got a cold brew. <laughs> not. Why did you do that? Uh, it was the only coffee drink on the menu. It just tasted like chocolate milk with ice in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not, not even a hint of, of a coffee flavor. It's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, so I upgraded the the Strat and it plays like a dream, sounds like a dream, and um, but yeah. it's not a Strat anymore. Um, it's it's Stratty. It's Stratty. It's, it's got the neck. It's got the neck pickup. That's all that really matters. It's uh, yeah. Strat, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's smooth. It's it's smooth. So now that I got the Strat, all good. Because if I, I'm not, uh, I don't have 500 guitars. I, I kind of stick to, I, I got two electrics, right? Yeah. And uh, and now that I got this set up, now I'm going to start kind of remodeling, uh, doing a remodel on the uh, Duosonic. And okay. so I brought my pick guard here for this this podcast. I'm going to give that to Tony. He's going to kind of mod that. So, yeah. I'm wow! No rest yeah. for the wicked. There's Wait, no is he going to mod that one, or is he going to make a new one? He's going to make a new one. Make a new one. Okay, I was yeah. going to say, are you really going to do that? But it's going to have mods on it. I mean, he could probably mod it too. Right now, it's a, it has a, uh, a RFID thing. tag on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's cool. Uh, yeah, That's super very cool. Excited. All right. What yeah. about you, Todd? What well, do you got going on in your music world this week? So um, I've talked about. I got the Fender pedal board, which I'm really digging. And uh, the now I've, what I've been doing is playing around with trying to get different combos because I got the um, the uh, JHS oh crap the JHS switcheroo pedal. <laughs> it's basically uh, like a loop like a loop pedal. They should call oh, it yeah, the, yeah. They should okay. call it but, the, it's, but it's a single like a single standard pedal size. They should call it the switchy poo. Switchy poo. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a little HR puffing stuff action yes, for you. Yes, indeed. Anyways, Whoa. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, what I I have on one, it's two loops. So okay. on the first loop, I have uh, my uh, pedal stack that I, I is my main sound, um, and then I've been playing around with like, well, what can I pair this up with, so that I could go from uh, because I'm using stack pedals, if I want to switch. In the middle, like like like, let, let's say I'm doing a verse, right? I'm playing along with a verse, but then I want to go to, you know, crazy fuzz or something for um for like a chorus, right? I, I can't do that with one click, right? Okay, because yeah. I'd have to turn both of the stack off and then 
turn on the fuzz at the yep. same. So that that's why this pedal is like so great. I love this this idea that they it just made something that's inherently complex. You know, like six, six five to eight. You know, boss switcheroo pedal thing. Just going there. Well, just make it one size. Um, uh, for clarification, by the way, uh, it's the JHS Switchback, which is a really great pedal. Highly recommend it. Cool. Um, and what's cool is you get the remote switch out. So I have that up okay. on my upper area. Um, so it doesn't get in the way with like, I don't have to tiptoe all over like the modulation and delay and everything, all that stuff. And I have a remote switch down at the bottom of the, f- f- uh, the pedal board so I can access that easy. Okay. So I can turn on my drive sections that are at the top of my board with the switch on the lower part of my board. That's pretty dang cool. Yeah, this is the one they usually use for like A, B, and pedals. Exactly, right? yep. exactly. Okay. It's a great solution for that. Anyways, um, I have, uh, last night I plugged in the Audio Disruption Devices um, Overloader Deluxe, which is a really cool, like it's a preamp that has all, called, all kinds of filtering on it. So you have um, an in level and an out level, which gives you like some pretty rad distortion. Oh, dang. And, and it's got a high pass, low pass, and a couple other filters, and then also has a resistor uh, uh, knob on it. Super cool pedal. Okay. Tons of sound that you can get out of it, and it's all it's all fun, but very usable, too. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was playing with last night and then like the night before. I was trying different fuzzes out and stuff. So, so you're bouncing between... Two different sounds yeah so i can go from like my main sound that i'm doing yep to which is just you know like a, a really solid drive with a little bit of harmonic nature to it because okay. of the two pedals smashing into one at each other into something that might be either uh less gain or way more gain i can plug Two more, I can create as big of a loop as I want in there, yeah. which is kind of nice too. Because if I have like two pedals in that one loop, yeah, then I can just have one on for one song, or you know, it's great. Yeah. It's a great little thing. That's ah, beautiful. I'm getting into too much math right now. I apologize if no, you're driving no. like, oh my gosh, I missed my turn. No, I get it. It's it's blowing my blowing my mind, man. It's blowing yeah, my mind. Blowing my mind. You're Todd, twisting my melon, Todd's man. Todd's getting into loops. That's from Michio Murakishi. <laughs> uh, I used to use a Boss LS2. Those are cool. Yeah. Line, line selector. Have you, yeah. have you used one of those? I haven't. It's similar. It, I mean, it looks got, weird, and I don't know what to it do. Does, it. It's, it has a lot of different modes, but you can you can set up two different loops, and you can you can go A B, or you yeah. can run them. In, I think you can run them in parallel also. Yeah, you can do some blending too, right? And then I have a, I have a, also have an old Blood Noise uh, Signal Blender. Yeah, Signal Blender. That, that one's good. that's a fantastic pedal. That's yeah. I, I bought that thinking I would use it to do um, to run parallel effects signals uh-huh. or effect, effects loops, but I actually use it as like a three to one mixer, and I can you can run like three different instruments. In into one amp, which is super useful. That's cool. It's very yeah, cool. They make some fantastic stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that was all about that. And Tony's giving me the face face. Um, anyways, hey, you know what? what? Is the coolest part about using this uh, JHS pedal looper here? Yes. Is you have to use patch cables. That's right. And I got them from Tour Gear Where? Designs. Where? Uh, because I needed long ones to go uh, loop, uh, send, and return. Uh, yes, I needed longer ones. How long? But not so long that they're all over the place. Yeah, how long? Mike, that's a great question. In fact, I've got 3-inch, 4-inch, 6-inch, 8-inch, 10-inch, 15-inch, 18-inch, and 23-inch. I literally have 
All of them. You have all of those? I have all of them because like I need them. Duplicates of all of those? I've got duplicates of all of them. So you're telling me you got three 12s and two 6s? I have sixes? two 12s. You have two I've 12? got multiple 6s. Man, I, I mess around with a lot of stuff, man. And do you know why? I've got problems, and dude. Because I, aff- <laughs> I can afford it because they're affordable. <laughs> Oh, okay. If I tried to do this with almost any other patch cable, yeah. I'd I, my wife uh, would send my bags out to, to you'd the have front to street. Drop a mortgage, yeah. It'd be crazy, It'd but be these wild. are totally affordable. Whoa, okay. Todd! And you're forgetting? And, no, I'm not forgetting, okay. Tony, because I'm going to get to this in a second. If okay. you'd let me, okay. doggone it! You know what? That JHS pedal requires a. It doesn't require a TRS cable, but if it did, like my <laughs> HX Stomp, <laughs> with my HX Stomp, I got one of those. So that I can use it for the, uh, you know, so the, you're the saying effects. You literally expression. have hundreds, that too. hundreds of I don't have hundreds. tour gear design no, cables not hundreds. sitting in your basement. I've got no, I've got like twenty something or whatever. Okay, but they're not just sitting in a pile. They're all over my board, and or they're making up boards when when like uh, we got this fantastic box of this four on the floor that Bruce Bacon. Yeah, Bruce Bacon. How many thousands of patch cables you would need to hook up all of those different pedals? So you're going to load up your cart yes. at the Tour Gear Design website. When you get to the checkout screen, <laughs> there is a space to put a coupon code. And you're going to put in the guitar knobs, all lowercase, all one word, and you're going to save an extra 10%. Uh-huh. Okay. Who, who could say no to something like that? So okay. special thanks to Tour Gear Designs yes. for supporting the show by yeah. sponsoring our, our four on the floor. Thank you. And Tony? Let me get a little bit of this. That was a really good one. Wow. I have to clean that mic. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right. Micah. Um, I, I, I love the new, uh, it's not that new, but the uh, Disorder by Dreadbox. Have you guys tried that? It's a fuzz pedal. No. Wild. It's gated. I love it. There's it's got a, a filter. One. It does like, um, it'll like self-oscillate. It's like one of the craziest fuzz pedals I've ever tried. Uh, I really okay, love slow that. Slow down, slow down. What is this again? Uh, it's by Dreadbox. Dreadbox. And the name of the pedal is Disorder. Um, but it's just it it uh, it's it's so versatile. Um, if you don't even touch any of the filter controls, I, I feel like it still I love covers. The design. Yeah, I that, feel like it, yeah, that pedal is killer. The filter. The filter is wild. The tone <sighs> sweep on it is. I think it's maybe the has the most broad like range of tone out of any fuzz pedal I've ever tried. Very cool. Very easy to dial in. Um, but I love that. Um, always got to have a rat. So you like small box, 80s oh, you rat. Like the, you get the small box? Oh, no. yeah. You know what we saw at the show? Mini. There was oh, a mini the, the, one. The, yeah, and little, I had yeah. the little those. rat. The little tiny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cute. Fun. Yeah. It's, it's a cool pedal. It's, it's a little weird, you know? Um, so, I, okay, so we're on to number two. Yes. On to number two. Number two gonna is going to be a rat. Um, I think probably like a tremolo. So I probably like... Wait, really quick. Rat setting. What's your favorite? Uh, volume almost all the way up. Gain okay. just barely open. Sick. I start with the filter in the middle and just kind of go to taste depending on the guitar or the amp. Okay. So kind of low gain setting. And if I want to, I would probably kick on the disorder fuzz in front of that if I wanted to make it make it really nasty. Mm. Um, I really like the the Fender Boss FRV1 reverb. The brown, the brown. Well, wait a minute! Now you, you said something about a tremolo pedal. Yeah, yeah I should. I, 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 I skipped one. Let's back up. That's number three. Uh, I guess. What, what, what tremolo what, do I like? What We're tremolo? going non-native oh. audio. I haven't used a non-native if, audio if, tremolo if, in so yeah. long. If exactly. you didn't have the beautiful tremolo device that Native Audio makes, what would you pick? Hmm. 
Well, you're just picking t- like, types of pedals. No, I'm not. These yeah, are specific. He said a tremolo. Well, yeah. that, that he's trying to remember. He's, he's, he's trying to beat around down. the bush because he has go, a favorite I'll go, tremolo. I'll, I'll go TR2. TR2. That's classic. It's classic. Classic. And then a uh, FRV1, just the Fender Boss reverb at the end. I think that was. I think the tremolo is a cop out. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. Was it really? You, it, yeah, you were thinking. Was, I guess I'll take a that one. Out. Okay, it's, we're, we're gonna pull back the curtain a little bit. Okay, pull back the curtain. Yeah, I mean the would, rising sun. It would be a rising sun if I can take my tremolo of choice. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you hear that, Todd? <laughs> you hear that, Todd? <laughs> hey, I'm confused. I'm not familiar with that pedal. It you ramps. The, it taps. You mean the it slices? It dices. Sonoma. Oh my lord! No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's, Todd's been giving me so much beef about the rising sun since it was the heat wave. <laughs> rising sun, rising sun's classic. Yeah. Hey, Todd. Well, yes. Do you like apples? I love apples. How do you like them apples? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, I'm still thinking about this disorder. I'm, where are it's they? It's a beautiful battle. Where just, are they from? Just, just order it and thank me later. Yes. It's incredible. Where are they from? Um, do we know? Japan, I think. Right? No, 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 no. I think yeah. it's Greece. Uh, Greece. Yeah, Greece. Because they use like what Japanese looks like text. Japanese text on yeah. on their pedals. But yeah, I think they're they're Greece. It's made with yep. lamb. Wait, why would you say they because they're from Greece they use Japanese? No, no, no I didn't say from, because. I said but they use. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. said because they do that they're from Greece. No, no, wait a minute. What am I missing? No, but that's that's an incredibly fun fuzz pedal. Then it has the filter controls as well, so you can do all kinds of filter stuff. I'm excited about that. Even at low gain, it's cool too. A lot, you know, a lot of fuzz pedals with don't really have much use in the low gain settings. That is like a fuzzy drive in its low gain settings. It's extremely cool. I'm trying to look at the settings here. You see the pedal right there? Scroll up, scroll up. Oh my gosh! You're literally one more. There you go. Scroll up slightly. Look at that expressive envelope filter, Todd. It has external inputs. It's basic. That's kind of like what I. That's not far off from the pedal that I described. Sounds insane with drum machines, too. Yes. Like absolutely wild behind a drum machine. I have a drummer. It's very, very cool. Oh. I mean, mean, oh, you you mean into a drum machine? Yes, I'm sorry. Into a drum machine. I I forget how pedals work. So anyways, that's great. I appreciate that four on the floor. That was really fun. It's beautiful. Um, this is becoming a disjointed podcast. <laughs> this is oscillating wildly as Johnny Marr looks on and gives me a little nod. Thank yes. you, my friend. I love it. Um, that's referring to our Johnny Marr poster that's uh, above Tony. For yes. those who don't, you know. Haven't hey, seen if you've it. never been here. Yeah, which <laughs> is almost everybody. Yeah. Anyways, um, what we are here today to do is to talk to... Mike and Micah. And, and Micah. About this new pedal. Yes. Tell us about this pedal. Uh, you've been on a roll of making some great stuff. We are a brand that shares our culture through sound. Uh, we're a native-owned company, and one of the biggest things that we do is share the stories through the artwork. And one of the things that we run well, Just to, really quickly, where, yeah. where, where do you hail? Where are you from? From the Blackfeet Nation. Blackfeet Nation. Okay. And... A lot of these stories are so deep that it's very, very hard to share these stories on one product, right? We come right. out with a design, and we kind of just give a top line of the story. But we have so many people that play the products that they want to know more. They're like, hey, I love the stories. Give me more. Give me more. And... It's always, always a challenge when it comes to sitting down and designing the pedal. One, doing the sound. Two, doing the stories. So 
what we decided, we kind of panned back and just kind of looked at all of our products and we kind of decided, hey, why don't we take these stories and take these sounds and kind of dive into them? And rather than just throwing out one sound, one story, we kind of dive into them. And uh, yeah, and so the Buffalo Days is the beginning of that journey. So you started out with some deep family, very, very close personal family story-based pedals. Yep. Okay. Um, Running Wolf. Yeah. um, A host of others. All the, you know, the lady uh, bird, bird woman. Pretty bird woman. Yeah. Uh, And those are all like your own personal family kind of connections for the most part. Yep. But now you're saying, let's open up the book of your culture. Uh, Yeah. Well, and we've kind of been doing that with Ghost Ridge and Rising Sun, those type of pedals. But what we're doing is we're kind of sharing the same story, but from a different like sharing a familiar story, but from a different perspective. Okay. So for example, Buffalo Days. What is Buffalo Days? So Ghost Ridge. Do you want me to ask that? What is Buffalo Days? No, no. You're fine. So you're you're familiar with Ghost Ridge. Ghost Ridge tells a story, right? And it's such a deep story that we were like, okay. That's a reverb pedal. That's the reverb. So Ghost Ridge is a multi-reverb. And... Ghost Ridge tells the story of when uh, kind of some external forces kind of destroyed what it what was the live uh, the livelihood of the Plains Indians, which it which is the buffalo, and um, the buffalo neared extin- extinction, and when that happened, unfortunately, our people, the Blackfeet. Uh, kind of had to declare their dependence upon the U.S. government. Right. And, and, and just may I interject yes. really quick? It, it's it's one thing to say, oh, you know, the, the buffaloes kind of went extinct. If, yep. you, if you don't visualize that or think about it, you can say, well, there just weren't any more one yes. day. Until you look at some of the historical photos of literally of mountains yep. of buffalo skulls. Mountains. Yeah, and that's one of the the coolest things about doing native audio is that not only are we it's challenging me to dive deep into the design right because i'm still doing the hardware i'm still doing the software but it allows me and micah to really kind of sit down and dive into the history because what the stories that we're sharing we're not just making up stories uh these stories are coming straight from history And the craziest thing, because we are going back to the story of Ghost Ridge and sharing a little bit about it with Buffalo Days, it allowed us to go back and like really kind of dive into the history. And what ended up happening was white settlers came over and uh, just kind of cornered the Plains Indians, uh, which include the Blackfeet. And, And what ended up happening was you had close to 60, 60 million buffalo. And so you had buffalo in the millions. And that number actually dropped very close short of 1,000. Oh, so you're talking about that's millions. Mountains. You're uh, talking I'm not a, joking. Mountains yep. of skulls. Yep. And so part of that was, 
actually military was actually military action was U.S. governmental action. Other parts of it was just settlers kind of moving in on the territory and just kind of doing their thing. But it was a it was a huge damper on the entire situation with the Blackfeet. And unfortunately, towards the late 1800s, that ended up forcing our people to kind of declare dependency upon the government, which Buffalo Days tells that story but it tells the story of ghost ridge but from a different perspective and okay. so buffalo days is before the days of ghost ridge and just really quick uh ghost ridge ghost ridge is actually the name of a burial site on the blackfeet reservation and when this happened when the buffalo went very close to extinct and uh we ended up kind of leaving our losing our life source we ended up losing close to a quarter of our people mm-hmm. because of the extinction. And uh, they were buried at Ghost Ridge. And so Buffalo Days, how does Buffalo Days ties in, tie into Ghost Ridge? How does Buffalo Days tie into Ghost Ridge, Mike? Well, I am very glad you asked, Todd. Buffalo Days shares the days before Ghost Ridge. And these are the days that we thrived that our people, the Blackfeet people, thrived on the buffalo. This is where you're talking about we were in our own world. Yeah. Um, just doing our own thing, not any any problems, right? And um, so that's kind of the story behind Buffalo Days is like, okay, let's go back be- before Ghost Ridge. And um, that's kind of what we did. And not only have we kept the same story as Ghost Ridge, or we're kind of sharing a different perspective of that story, but we're also sharing a different perspective of the sound. And Buffalo Days is now a part of what we're kind of dubbing as our Oki series. And Oki is the Blackfeet translation for hello. Okay, I. Okay, I. Yeah. Okay, I. And Oki is the Blackfeet translation, hello. And so this series that we're dubbing as the hello series is kind of for the people that are trying to dip their toes into the pedal world, or maybe they've heard a native audio, but some of the the knobs, the switches kind of scared them a little bit. Oh, well, I I wonder why would that one? Yeah. That's very strange. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and, uh, maybe some people want just like a gig-friendly solution. Well, the Oki series is the answer. And we've kind of already been constructing this series before. We have products like War Party, Kiyo, McCoy. Those products are the three-knob, one-switch. Those are kind of the ones you plug it in, you turn a knob, it does exactly what it says. And so what we kind of wanted to do was we have the Ghost Ridge, which is a part of like the two-knob, two-switch series. This has four presets. It kind of dives a little bit more. It's a little bit more of like an advanced product. And what we wanted to do was bring that into a friendly format. Yes. And it comes, is a very friendly format. Yes. I love it. And that's where Buffalo Days comes. You're talking about things that we're not as exposed to anymore. They're... they're they're distant just as far as that part of history, right? Yeah, and that's that's kind of 
one of the things that we ended up doing. That's kind of one of the byproducts of native audio. And even for me, uh, so ghosts, like you grow up in this culture. Like I was born on the Blackfeet Reservation, born and raised. And you grow up around the culture and it just becomes kind of second nature. And it's not until you move off of that, move away from that, that you realized how rich that culture was, how rich those stories were, or just how Such interesting. A beautiful area too. Yeah. Like, gosh. And it's it's so interesting. And then now, fast forward to designing the pedals, um, and Micah can even kind of attest to this, is that when we sit down to do the product designs, that's hardware, software, graphic, and story are like one of the the very crucial parts of it, Gosh. right? And that we sit down and I mean, you know, coming up, uh, it, it it takes a lot to kind of just dive into the history and kind of format that in a way that's digestible. Yeah. But thankfully, this series has allowed us to kind of expand upon those stories because I feel like every time we design a pedal, like. Like I said, with Two Medicine, we took this long story and we dialed it down to five sentences. Now that we've introduced the Buffalo Days, what we're trying to do is take these sounds, take these stories, and just kind of expand upon them. This pedal <laughs> I plugged in, I had a wildly great time with it. It was I'm, it's I'm so good. Very cool. Tony. Yes. To me, it's a, it's a relatively straightforward, simple pedal. But what's cool about it, so it's a reverb pedal, right? Yep. It's a variable reverb pedal. And the main knob, I will call it, I guess, um, it is. Uh, it allows you to select or actually kind of blend between um, hall, plate, room, and spring reverbs. Right. And it's, you know, it's not like click, click, click. This is a... It's a sweep. It's a sweeping... There's middle potentiometer. ground. Soft. And you can, you know, you can, you can really vary... The type of reverb just by dialing this knob a little bit. It's a soft knob, by the way, Tony. Uh, it is soft. Yes. Very. Yes. I mean, although it is, you know, when I, it, it feels kind of hard. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Thank you for the clarification. It, it, look, if you're going to talk about technical things, you need to know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's a sweeper. You got yourself a nice sweeper <laughs> I here. Totally got it. Sweeper. <laughs> Check. And then you know the other two knobs are mix and depth. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mix. I love a mix knob. Uh, I yeah. say that anytime you need that, that comes knob. up. I love mix knobs. Yep. Yep. So um, my experience with this was really good. It's really straightforward. Cool. I didn't have to read anything. No. The only question I had for you yeah. is I had to keep the mix up pretty hot in order to get a lot of signal to come through. Yeah. Is that kind of the way you planned it or uh it it depends. It varies whatever whatever reverb mode you're on. Okay. Now, you know, you're talking about if you're in hall, you're Ugh. gonna get more more affected. I mean it's hall's gonna get almost very close to like a delay type of sound. Right. Re reverb spring, you're gonna get more more subtle, um, which is going to have you kind of playing around with the mix and the depth a little bit more yes that's yep. that, yep. that was my experience and, and the way the way we set it up so uh what what tony's talking about is the 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 reverb the different reverb modes modes we have hall plate room and spring and the way those are is kind of medium to long with dark reflections that's hall plate is medium to long reverb 
bright reflections. And room is small to medium space with darker reflections. Spring just sounds like a spring amp. Mm-hmm. And the reason we did that was we wanted a pedal that had a had a lot of range, right? Yeah. You know, because it's got all the range. Yep, and so you get anything from from small to large space, but you also get tone wise anything from like a darker to a brighter sound. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so that's kind of could have called it why. the Tone Ranger. Uh, we could have, but <laughs> that would have been did not counterintuitive <laughs> to your entire thing. But yes. anyways, yeah. If uh, and and Micah, if if you want to share kind of how we went from Ghost Ridge to uh, Buffalo Days, functionality wise, uh, functionality wise, we just wanted to kind of create something for the people who kind of shut off when you start talking about presets. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I I really enjoy the Ghost Ridge. It's on Wait, my what. Board. Yes, <laughs> like uh, um, we we have lots of uh, you know just great musician friends of our own, and, uh, and a lot of times we'll all be explaining a pedal to even some of our close friends. Um, sometimes you'll lose people with um, with uh, presets or or secondary functions. So we wanted to create something that um, so someone could just instantly grasp. That you don't have to read the instructions. Yeah, like, like and you that's said, you, I mean that just, this this called to me. I mean because I, I yeah. yeah I plugged it in. I said. I know what this does. Yeah, something uh, just less to think about. Especially like we we were we've been using the term gig friendly. It's just yep. you know something you, you can throw on your on your on your board and you're not you're not mess you're not messing with it a lot live. It's just e- well, very easy to download something very foot, quickly. The foot swing if you're if yep. you're not uh, messing around with the tap tempo then that you got another thing in yep. the way. If, some people love tap tempo. Yeah, I'm not yep. one of them. Right. Yep. So. Yeah, and this is a pedal that somebody could just throw at you, and you turn it on, and you're like, "Oh, okay, good to go. Yeah, I'm good to go." You just get Which it is great for, especially for people who are getting into the pedal game. Yep. Yeah, um, people who exactly. are uh, just trying to go, just trying to get a tone quickly. Yes, and and be able to to explore a little bit without falling down a tone or t- a tunnel of. Of you know variation and stuff like that. Yes. You know, it, yeah. it's really a great pedal. I I truly like this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Yeah. And so I think that's probably the best one you've done, in my opinion. Thank you. Wow. And yeah. for me. And and you bring up a good point. It's for you, right? Is that there's a lot of different musicians, a lot of different flavors. Yeah. And what we're trying to do with native audio is kind of open up open up who we are as as a brand like with we're not just for these people we're just not for these people who and so what we ended up doing is pan back we used to just have we used to just come out with a pedal and that was it that was you know it's it had five knobs it had two knobs now what we ended up doing at the beginning of this year, we kind of started moving this direction is we actually started working on having three different tiers of pedals in Smart. the native audio line. Smart. And uh, you can kind of think small, medium, large, uh, starting with the Oki series. The Oki series, the three knob, yeah. one switch. Well, I like that you're doing it via functionality. I mean, yep. I, I think, you know, people have definitely been, and I think JHS is just because it's they're so big and popular. Yep. It is a is an easy one to point out. You know, they've they've had their different series where yeah. they look decidedly different than their other. You know, they did the yep. whole white series, which is an quote an entry level yep. uh, series. Yep. Yours 
it's not an entry level because it doesn't have as much stuff on it. Yep. It's an entry level because of functionality. a functionality factor. Yes. Yep. And that's right. And above that comes the, the preset series. Right. Where you have two knobs, two switch. You're talking, so we're going Buffalo Days, which is Oki series. The next one up, we just kind of keep getting more advanced as we go up these tiers. The second tier, the preset, would be Ghost Ridge. Then you get into the third tier, which is the third tier is for the Explorer. The one that loves, loves turning knobs, tweaking switches, press and tap tempos, that kind yeah. of stuff. And so when once you get up into that tier, you're talking more rising sun, you're talking midnight, wilderness. Right. These style of pedals. So each of these different pedals, like we said, familiar like familiar sounds different perspectives yeah and um yeah we've we've been really having a just having a fun time with this one and it's kind of just kind of opened our our eyes from a design perspective because now we're starting to build this ecosystem of of pedals and um yeah we're just excited to see where it kind of takes very cool what's the price point on this so the price point on that one is 219 and that sits right at exactly the other pedals in the Oki series, Kio, War Party, and McCoy. It's four reverbs and one pedal. Four reverbs and yeah. one pedal. Now, you bring up a great point on uh, – there's some other brands. So it's not $50. We're just making no, that clear. Yeah, not, not $50. <laughs> you know, you bring up another point is there's some brands that uh, kind of bring their uh, – I would say, what do you say? You said beginner series. Yeah, it's an entry level series. Yeah, entry, entry level series. Like the JHS White uh, series. Yeah, yeah, which which is great, and uh, we we didn't really want to take that style of approach because again, we're just native audio. Yeah, and we we wanted to go. We wanted to look at it and be like, how can we be native audio with this? Yeah, and. One of the things that we looked at was like, well, th- do you come out with a pedal that's bare aluminum and then you print and then you just have a plain print on there or whatever? And we were like, no, that's boring. Why does it you, Why does it have to be that way? It doesn't. It and, doesn't. And, and that's a good point. It doesn't have to be that way. That doesn't and make you feel like you're settling either. It, 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 yeah. it doesn't. And um, and. It, it really and so we tried to look at different ways we bounced back back and forth and what we ended up stumbling upon was buffalo days it's it took the story from another one and shared it shared yeah it went even deeper but then also if you get familiar with this this you can go three, up. three knob you could go up yeah. another tier and also we didn't want to just like slap a reverb in there and just call it done this has mix depth and then it has the four different modes but this pedal also has the ability to turn trails off or on and it has analog dry and a couple other jazz where's stuff. that what's that where's where's the, the option to turn trails yeah, on and off so the is that on the inside uh, you can do it at power up. So you, if you hold oh, down you the hold switch in. when you're initially you plugging the plugging the the power in, yep. it's set for us to automatically have trails on. Yeah. Um, but if you if you hold down the switch at power up, um, it'll the light will blink at you once, to let you know that it's changed, and then trails Smart. will be off. 
So there's all these different things that we added into it. Can you just for explain, tra- if we hear trails all the time, but I, maybe everybody doesn't know what that is. Uh, yeah, so trails just means that when you when you click the effect off, uh, the effect doesn't immediately go away. It slowly fades out. Just right. a little bit more organic sounding. Works really well for delays and reverbs. Which is really cool, especially if you're playing live and you and you've got you're doing like a soloy bit, and if you click off, all of a sudden that's gone, and it's yeah. it's a little jarring. It is, yeah. Just makes just makes a much uh, smoother transition. Yeah, yeah. Dig it. Very very cool, Mike. I know you have to run. You've got a newborn baby and stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to take care of. Can we get you to um, uh, hang out for our, uh, you know, would you rather and all that stuff? We oh, got yeah, room dude. in the El Camino, yeah. buddy. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, uh, there's plenty. Right. Plenty of room in the back. Plenty of room. Well, let's do that then. All Tony? right. Without further ado, let's fire up the El Camino. Yes. Head down. We'll do a quick swing past Jared's house. Sweet. Yeah. It's also Tony in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> That's right, folks, because at this point of the show's little game we play called Would You Rather? Oh, oh, oh. Wow. What am love I supposed it. to do with that? I, I can't. It. What I love it. Yeah. Keep all right. Very, well done. Little, yes. Little flat dog. Yeah. Uh, little pitchy. All right. Here we go. Little pitchy. So this week's Would You Rather, if you remember earlier in the show, I was talking about uh, uh, Joe Bonamassa's uh, massive yes. collection. Yes. <laughs> well, at this, there's a, there's a, out of wait, the blue. Wait, who are you, me? Out of the blue. <laughs> you're I'm totally, talking like Todd. You're totally totting <laughs> right now. <laughs> Out of the blue, an invitation, an engraved invitation comes in the mail. Interesting. And it has a J and a B on the outside. Uh Uh-huh. You open it up, and it's an invitation to come see Joe Bonamassa's collection. Brilliant. Flight out to L.A.? Is this like one of those things that, like, it starts at midnight and you have to wear, like, a strange, like, an Italian mask or something? No. No. It should be. That'd be no. really cool. <laughs> you see, you're, you're talking eyes wide shut. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, okay. that stuff doesn't happen. So you get there, you hang out with Joe for a little bit. He's showing you all the guitars and the amps and stuff that he has. And you just had a great day of it. But on your way out, he says, you know, these companies just keep sending me this stuff. You know, I've got my signature models on all these kinds of things. Yeah. Can you help me out here, bud, and take some of this stuff out of here? And I said, I don't want you to be, you know, you know the difference between a pig and a hog, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> the difference, there's a difference between a pig and a hog. Okay, well, you have to explain that. <laughs> yeah. Don't be piggish about it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No. Nobody knows what you're saying. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, Why is there a difference? Why they both are greedy? I don't understand. No, one's a pig. Yes, and the other's a hog. Well, I, I, what's the difference? <laughs> this is great. Yes. Why is this it's, great? It's going to drive him crazy. It is. Do you understand what's going on? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he said a hog greed. is greedy. A hog is greedy? Be a pig just take, a pig? taking a nap from Joe Bonamassa. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so anyhow, so Joe says, you know, out there in the foyer, yes, there's some boxes of stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 
By the Davenport? Yes, next to the Davenport. <laughs> he may actually call him for a Davenport because he's sure. from upstate New York. Yeah. So in one pile is three guitars. Oh, good. We're getting to the, what, what this actually is. Yes. Three guitars. There's uh, yeah, These are all Epiphones. Three? Yeah. Okay. His signature models. All right. There's a Epiphone, Joe Bonamassa, Firebird One, uh-huh. Treasure. Okay. There's a, a single pickup, right? Single pickup, yeah. wraparound bridge. Like That's that. right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, the second in the pile there is a is the Joe Bonamassa Epiphone 62 ES355, 60s cherry. And then there's also one of the 50, 1958 Flying V Amos models. Now, these are nice guitars, right? Yeah. He says, well, I'll tell you what, you know... I also, Fender sent this over earlier. I'm not going to use it right now. Want, you know, you can choose between the guitars and the, the Joe Bonamassa Fender 1948 Dual Professional Amp. Now, this is a hand-wired amp, total custom shop. I think they go for about 3500 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, it's a 2x10 tweed, has the big chrome piece on the front. So he says, you know what? You can take the guitars, these three, or you can take the amp, but you can't take both. So would you rather take the guitars home with you, or would you rather take the amp home with you? Hmm. Is this... Am I missing why this is not hard? Uh, I'm going amp. Well, no, no, no. Okay, no, no. all right. One at a time, one at so a time. So all three of the... the you, get to, you get to take the, three guitars. Is the amp a reissue? Am yeah, I, which, which, which is the... Is this all of them? Uh, you've got a few of them up there. So one of them is... Uh, so it just three Epiphone Joe Bonamassa guitars, okay? Okay, but it's... Or the, one it's the, Fender 48... And it's hand wired. Professional hand wired. I mean, it's a it's, it's a, a proper tube amp. Yeah. So apples to apples, you got three guitars that probably cost the same amount as the okay. dual professional. Right. But the dual professional is a uh, single. No, it's a two ten. Two ten combo. Two ten. Oh yeah. 210. Okay. The, the the dual right. pro- the dual professional was Fender's first dual speaker. What do you what do you what are you doing? Go ahead. Dual speaker. So there you go. So you can take the guitars, or you can take the amp. Would you rather? You okay. want me to go first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not only do I have to come up with them, I have to go first, too. <laughs> so as cool, and, and uh, trust me, these Joe Bonamassa Epiphone models are pretty cool. I mean, they're, they're yeah, really well-made really nice. guitars. I've never had a, a 48 Fender dual professional style amplifier and so i'm gonna take the amp with me this is a cool i mean the these amps are about as cool as they get and it's got that you know late 40s styling there you go it has that big chrome piece on the front tweed tolex hand wired it's 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 a it's a pretty cool amp so as much as i (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of peanuts. Uh, lots of peanuts you fit in that amp. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to forego the guitars and grab the amp. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Interesting. I was, yeah. 
All right, Mike. Well, you guys know I already got two guitars. <laughs> I've met my max. But <laughs> no, I am so much a fan of amps. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I got my guitar set. I'm good. Um, I love playing around different amps. So I am going to go with amp. Yeah. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to take that for a test drive. Wow. Well, you get yeah. to keep it. Okay, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. It's it's, it's the two tens uh, that are, uh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. I, uh, It'd be interesting. I like a little bit, but that's that's why speaker, it's different. But actually, yeah, your Duosonic through two tens probably sounds amazing. Um, I I've got that two ten Tremolux cab right now. It yeah. sounds huge. Yeah, kind of. Okay. It kind of changed what I thought about tens. I think. Okay. Great. Yeah. Nice. Maybe, maybe Joe's gonna change my mind. Yeah. There you go. Okay. But Micah. I will take it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going amp definitely. All right. Three amps. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, or three amps. will uh, Wait. Why would you take the amp? I mean, hand wired Fender tube amps are like the classic. I mean, that's kind of the standard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If, if, it, if it wasn't hand wired, I might take the guitars. But which guitar would you take? No, you get you all get three. three of them. I mean, all yeah, three of them. I, 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 I like the V the most out of those. I like that's Firebirds, great. but I gotta have a neck pickup. You don't strike me as a V guy. Really? Yeah. That's, really. That's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Micah. Flip flops and a V. Yeah, yeah. They'll match my flip flops. But yeah, I, yeah, I'd go amp though for sure. Okay. I think it's gonna be a little awkward in the shop tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the drive home. <laughs> uh, this, Todd, what about uh, you? I'm taking the guitars. For yeah, sure. I knew. I it. have uh, no use for uh, that yes. amp at all. Yeah, this is no, the Amp Knobs podcast, right? Yeah. Let's <laughs> 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 um, add more to the collection yeah 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 i want uh i want the guitars i want all the guitars those are nice guitars yeah. those are cool guitars i, I gotta admit the 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 firebird yeah oh you there's nothing quite like a wraparound it, single pickup but it's firebird. like malt colored it's it's like a malt. well it also comes in gold does it yeah oh okay well, I'll I keep that one too. I then. figured that you know gold would be. Yeah, I don't want easy a malt colored. A malt colored yeah. uh, guitar does not gold. excite me. Yes, so we got three amps and I'll take the guitars. One guitar vote. Oh, show. Alrighty, that was a good one, Tony. Thank you, Todd. Yes, despite was. your effort. Um, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, go ahead and lay it on us, big boy. Do you want to do this part, or do you have to get rolling? No, we can. Okay, I'll just go through it. Yeah, keep going. Okay, Todd, because at this point of the show, there's a special group of people that we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be wondering what an executive producer is. Well, folks, an executive producer makes this show possible. How do you become one? You go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple of different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast. Each level comes with some very nice thank you gifts. But as an executive producer, yes. there's one thing more, Jared. You get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. That's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. Moon Guitars, Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garton. James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Sanchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, 
Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hammer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pampas. We heard from him earlier today. And David Tyndall. Thank you, executive producers. Indeed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, Todd, but there's more. Uh, there I knew there would more be. more because there's a special group of executive producers. We call them our grand poobas. These are the top of the heap. The creme de la creme. If you're hungry out there. Mm. They get a fez to wear upon their head. This is what differentiates them. Among other things, there's so many more thank you gifts that they get, too. Oh, my goodness. I, Todd could, could yes, can all, fill all the days. different things. All the things. So special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups, Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, uh, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jurisic, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S., David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Von Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups, and Matt Hart, our new friend from Cincinnati. Heck yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Matt, uh, and thank you very much for a fantastic episode uh, that you uh, put forth for us. It was great. Well, Tony, it's about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. We need to say a quick thank you to Mike and Micah of Native Audio for sharing the fantastic story about this pedal and all those things. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you are you. more than welcome. Where can people go buy these things? NativeAudio.com. When? June 16th, we are releasing Buffalo Days. Okay. And I think this will be out by then. It should be out just after the release. Yes. I believe so. So uh, when you hear this, it's available. Go get yeah. one. Okay. Um, Tony. Yes, Todd. Where can people find what you're doing? Yeah, go over to pickguardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do and that I have for sale. But by and large, what I do is custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, what you're trying to do. Who knows? I might have some good advice for you. I think I so. I don't know. Probably. Micah. I know you're into some stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I play in a band called Skirt. You can find our stuff at... SKRT. Uh, SKRT. Yeah, you can find us on all the major platforms that are streaming music. So Perfect, perfect. I, I think you should change the spelling to S-K-U-R-T. That was the original spelling. Ah. And then it was a two-piece, and um, right before I joined the band, they dropped the U. So. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. We've, been, right. talking, we've been talking about putting it back in. Thus, Skirt, <laughs> there is no U in the band Skirt. Yeah, not currently. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now everyone's thoroughly confused. You can shoot me an email, Todd, at the guitar guitarknobs.com or hit me up on Instagram at guitarknobs. We'd love to hear from you. Please share your would you rathers. And also, please go check out Flint Effects, where you can get a stomper for for sure for your uh, Line 6 HX stomp, yes. your, your, your stomp XL. Yes. And if you're into one of these new uh, Valaton GP 200 series things that oh, are yes. like 
hitting the hitting the old uh, Instagrams like hot tamales, uh, then that'll help you out too. Uh, Flint Vex, so go go get yourself one. Hey everybody, Mike and Micah. Yes, thanks for joining us, guys. We Love it when you come thanks by. Again. Have a fantastic yeah. week, everybody, and subscribe. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. Nope. Kind of a sunbed bag. All right. All right. God, you're putting me under all this pressure. Pressure. Boom 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 boom. Coming down. I don't know. I'm doing the like fine young cannibals version of it. Tighten it up. Tighten it up, Todd. Okay, but uh, why? <laughs> why? No, that's that's that. No, you you're killing the vibe already, Tony. You can swing that. The singer, not a finger, baby, baby. What? <laughs> they did. No. Didn't they do a version of Ever Have Fallen? Have fallen in love with someone. I've fallen in love. <laughs> You got to start the show. I'm not starting the show. Hey, yo, let's start the show, huh? Hey. What about this? That's less good. Is like, Dave another hit? Oh, yeah. They, they had... Um, Johnny, don't worry. Oh, yeah. Why don't you come on home? Uh, Anybody got gum? I gum? Out. No. I'm like, <laughs> I out. Since we got what? in the room. <laughs> that was him directly checking oh, on me. Oh, you must be kidding. <laughs> no. Put the them guitar all knobs. It, it, let me finish. <laughs> uh, I saw the Buzzcocks up at uh, El Rosa really? Villa. Yes. Cool. Who are they on tour with? Who opened for them? Fine Young Cannibals. We're opening <laughs> for the Buzzcocks, baby. I forget who opened for them. And one of the biggest things is that we share... Our, we is that we show, oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I have such a hard time talking with noise. <laughs> Tony. I'm working on you it. You can do this after. Uh, I'm going to kill you, God. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. What is it? What? You, you said, Mike! You said our, are you I'm, broken? No, no I'm, I'm leading. <laughs> Give the a, biggest the brief thing. background. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, okay. Start over. What, the brief background? Now. Okay, native audio. Wait, but I mean, it, it, you know, the El Rosso was, of course, a metal bar. Yeah, yeah. And but I saw Guided by Voices there at, at the El Rosso. There were a couple of other bands that were, you know, shouldn't did not belong there. But absolutely, you know who else actually did the El Rosso, which I didn't know before. Fine Young Cannibals. We played at the El Rosso Theater. <laughs> God. <laughs> Are we talking to No, now I gotta say what it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling Todd on all his junk. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram, at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.